Welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast, brought to you by Yellow Hat Outdoors. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 32 of the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast. We got Hudson, Landon in the house. All the boys are here, and we have a special guest. Um, some people know him as Chef Boy RD. Um, there's many names. He's the inventor of Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. But around here, we know him as Colton Swadley. <laughs> Colton, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank That's you. good. That's good. Colton is the first legitimate chef we've ever had on the show. So how does that make you feel? Uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's good. It means that no matter how bad you do, you'll be the best chef ever on the podcast. Yeah. Well, there you go. actually, we're going to get Keaton on here pretty soon. <laughs> oh, gosh. And <laughs> So you'll be the third best chef yeah, yeah. to be on here. Why not just... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> is Keaton a pretty good cook? He is. He's, yeah. he's decent. Yeah. He makes. He gets the job done. Yeah. He, it's edible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does pretty good. That's good. <laughs> uh, well, Colton, I don't know where we're going to go with this one. I think we'll cover a little bit about your background, maybe get into uh, some of your favorite recipes, favorite ways to cook game. I know you're telling us a few uh, secrets, maybe some lasagna. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where we'll go with this one, but uh, I figured we would start with. Um, I don't know. I, we've hunted with you for a while, but hold on, Glenn. Everyone else has it. Hudson, you've got a hypothetical. We got to. We got to hit the hypothetical. Gosh intro. dang it! I dropped the ball that on that we're, one. We're getting on a streak with hypothetical round table. If you could go back in time and experience one event in the past what would you do one event one event just experience <clears throat> it not like influence it in any way but just be there dude i'm i don't know i think it would be insane to see david versus goliath oh that's a good one that would be cool i don't know if like that scene from troy where he like runs mm-hmm. out there and stabs a giant i don't oh, think yeah. that's real but if that was real that would be what i want to see that's pretty good. Cool. Uh, that one. I was thinking just the Roman Empire. Gosh, like a Colosseum yeah, match. Go to the, go exactly. to the gladiators. Just so imagine great. if the Romans knew jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard a, uh, somebody asked Jocko the other day, like, if you could go back 1,000 years to Egypt or whatever, whatever civilization was thriving at that time, he's like, what could you contribute to them? And Jocko was like, we would win every single war because we would all know jujitsu, and that's about it. <laughs> so, he's like, medicine wise, nothing but jujitsu. Like, okay, that would good answer, Steve. That's good, Hudson. What were you thinking? Were you gonna say yeah. like the freaking Battle of Gettysburg or something? No, well, I was thinking about or D-Day. I was thinking about Civil War stuff, but um, I think it'd be pretty sweet to see the signing of the declaration of independence mm. and just like be in the room with all those guys while they did it i think that'd be pretty interesting yeah i mean we did just celebrate independence day what better way to celebrate than by watching them declare it amen landon this was just on my mind because i brought it up to kelsey the other day and this is like so over the top like i'm probably gonna regret saying this because it's just like <laughs> so dumb but i was like kelsey i really wish i was born like 10 years earlier so i would have been like 18 when 9 11 happened and then i would have enlisted and went and freaking done some (laughs) done some damage to them because like i'm just we were three when it happened so like we don't even remember but i mean i'm not saying that like 9 11 was cool or anything but to feel that and to like sign up for it freaking go tim kennedy on him and go to the office the next day and sign up that would be probably we probably all would have done it honestly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i would have been the chef probably (laughs) over colton (laughs) no (laughs) well i'd probably chicken out as i got close to like special forces school or something and be like ah i'll I'll just be the radio guy no they'd be like all right uh just colton's way too good at cooking glenn you're gonna be the chef we can't have we can't have good food in here (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be a pretty cool. Like it'd be crazy to like feel that like moment. And I heard uh, 
I think it was Tim Kennedy who said, like, I would never want another 9-11, but I would do anything for another 9-12. Because, like, America was actually, like, on the same page after that, even mm. though Bush did it. Um, Ooh, wow. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna get canceled now. <laughs> but uh no because now it's like oh my gosh everybody hates each other and it's probably just like social media and media blowing it up out of proportion or whatever but apparently america was like squared away then yeah so that would be pretty well you see the you see the cool. videos of like the american flags flying on the cranes that were like mm-hmm. in new york as and like Bush going out to throw the first pitch at the Yankees game like two days after it or whatever. And like, he could actually throw a baseball. Yeah. There was that one video of uh, one of our other presidents after him that couldn't throw a baseball. That was tough to watch. Was Hard that, to do when you're 90. Joey B. No, it was, uh, it was before him and after George Bush. Was it the guy who's still president? My president? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Mega? No, no, I meant Barack Obama. <laughs> he can't throw a baseball. What? Uh-uh. It looked like oh, uh, you know, like he's what, athletic too. Yeah, but like he, stuff. it looked like you know when you try and throw with your left hand. Yeah, that's what it. Or when I try and throw with my left hand, that's what it. I looked heard like. he's a hooper though. I don't know. I've never seen him hoop. He, he well, actually, it. the hoopers are. Uh, oh, they far. they live down the street. Yeah. yeah. Say, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's Dude. a good point. All right. Well, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> After that, dude, patriotic segment right there. We should release this one on 4th of July, right? Hey, every day is the 4th of July. That's right. Here in Bethany. I fly the flag. Uh, which flag depends on the month. Anyway. <laughs> um, Colton, how did, when, what are your kind of like memories growing up? Did you start out hunting as like a little two-year-old? Did you start out fishing? What kind of? Um, what are kind of some of your first memories getting outside? Um, fishing definitely was the start, um, but I didn't really get into hunting until probably would have been fifth grade, I think. Yeah, like you're um, ten or twelve, just getting yep. out there, getting mm-hmm. after it. And went to Mangum, Oklahoma, and that was our first lease. And um, shot my first buck that year with a rifle um, out of a tree stand. And was it like a super exciting one, or was it one of those where you just got out there, and like just perfect stars aligned? Nice deer walks out, you shoot them perfectly, or like? Um, well, the first day of it. I didn't really know much what I was doing, but mm-hmm. um, the people I went with, they did, and um, I uh, got in the tree stand, I was ready to go, I've been watching videos, I've been preparing, and I sit in the stand, and it before dark, it was still a little light out, I have seen nothing, and so... I was like, screw this. I'm going out and I'm walking. I'm going to try to go find something. Oh, yeah. That's always my mistake. I get so anxious and I'm like, oh, I can't wait any longer. I got to get out. Um, You're probably in the stand for like 15 minutes. Yeah. No, it's like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and I walk out and I spook a deer and I was like, gosh, if only I would have waited. But then the next day, the next morning, I. Um, just got lucky and um there's actually tons of turkeys underneath me that morning and um perfect hunting for uh turkey out there and um shot my first buck so it was probably only like 60 yards away uh-huh but yeah that's awesome yep, yep, just yep. came right in mm-hmm. sealed the deal yep 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 yeah, I'm I'm the I'm notorious for getting anxious sitting in the stand. Oh, no. I'm like, uh, twenty minutes. That's about my limit. <laughs> yeah, if there's no action, yeah. mm, that I'm squirrel's out. looking pretty nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So your first buck, that was kind of the first hunting experience that you mm-hmm. kind of remember. Did uh, Were you ever one of those, like as a kid, like shooting birds in the backyard or anything? Or was it kind of like... With With BB, BB guns, guns and, and all stuff. that. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so first deer then, um, was it one of those things where after that you're like... I've got to shoot another one of these. Like, I can't wait for next year. Or was it kind of like, oh, that was cool? Like, oh no, it was at that point. It's it was addicting. It was whatever I could do and anything I could do, I would yeah. try to do it. Yeah, you were ready to get yeah, after I was, it. I was very addicted at that point in time. Uh huh. So was um. So you got your first year, and then did you um. Did you ever hunt anything else for a while? I know. Actually, sixth grade was my first time goose hunting um, with a family friend, and we um, hunted overholzer um, on this field that he had permission on, and we killed about seven, eight geese, uh-huh. graders, and just big old freaking mm-hmm. things 20 yeah. pound and that birds. was the start of me uh um, goose hunting and then that became a big money addiction that we all had Very i expensive. think it didn't Very cost expensive. that much yeah <laughs> for me yeah. i'm a classic freeloader over here you just know the right people that's right <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, first goose hunt, kind of middle school time frame. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, between that deer hunt, goose hunt, you're in for anything that ends in hunting. Like, oh, you're yeah. in for it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, did you do it mostly, like, with your family growing up and just family friends and stuff um, like that? Family friends got uh, invited us to go with them and got us to go in on a lease with them and my dad I guess wanted to do it and mm-hmm. so that's where it sort of started and I just grew up going with them really and then later in middle school I started going goose hunting with all of y'all so yeah yep, yep, yep. that's awesome yeah we uh, we've had many good and probably more bad yeah. goose hunts and, yeah. <laughs> and duck hunts at Okima and all over the state uh why well, don't I don't think we've told the story? <laughs> you guys want to tell the story about the time uh, the trailer tried to pass you on the highway? Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Was I was I night shift landing then? Do you remember? Was I working nights at UPS? I don't think so. Was that before? Or that after? was before UPS days, right? Does Cliff even know about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I was driving. Well, okay, let's start like this. We were actually <laughs> at Landon's house, correct? Yeah. Right at your house. And hooked it up to my truck. Well, and it was a typical morning. We're like, typical okay, morning. we need to be set up by 6, so let's leave it 2. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a 30-minute drive. Yeah, no, no, so no. It, it was two. further. It was Where in we going? Luther. Oh, it was. Yeah, or it was, was? it was by a... Pops. Oh, okay. So I was thinking of the one where I got pulled over. Yeah. So um, we decided, yeah, let's since it's a thirty minute drive and we can drive yeah, in the field right. to set up our six dozen decoys, let's yep. leave let's give ourselves four hours to set up. Which <laughs> is we about, ate it such it sounds about right. three hours longer than we need. And if yeah. you guys are leaving at two AM, I bet in Landon got woken up by you guys about two fifteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I put more I like put I woke on. up landing at two fifteen. <laughs> I uh, I put the trailer on. Yeah, he put the trailer on, and then and it wasn't my first time or anything. Like I know how to put a trailer on, but I guess not. And we and I'm an idiot because I did not check the trailer. I just it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on. And this is <laughs> this is what like we're. 20 maybe 19 20 we were 19 yeah okay yeah. I, w- I wasn't there this morning but just trying to make sure mm-hmm. so yeah you get driving down the road you get got driving down the road we're on um we're on 44 by yeah, pin coming around a curve and next thing you know i hit a bump and the hitch goes you know uh-huh. and um 
Then you just see the trailer pass me, and we're all like, "What?" <laughs> what? Hitting off the ground and sparking. Yeah, we're just we just don't know what to do. It's like uh, we're going. We're just like, like what, do we do? what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And so we were debating on trying to stop it with my truck, but I was like, "Gosh, I really don't want to damage the truck." <laughs> Luckily, it's like. 2.30, 2.45 in the morning, there's zero people on the road. So uh-huh. we got really lucky. Otherwise, everyone would have died. But, <laughs> we got, yeah, we got lucky. And we're like, it was a divided highway, too. Yeah. Because, geez. Yeah. If that thing would have gone into oncoming oh, traffic. that would have been so bad. Or into a house. Well, it, it started going up the curve. No one can see my hands, but it started going up the curve and then went... Hit the sidewall, sort of gave it a little bounce, and then <laughs> cut across. It's not slowed down at all. Not slowed down. Then it hit the other sidewall, and then it stopped, and then we drove up to it, and um, one of the tires was flat, and we hooked it back up, drove it to Walmart parking lot. Walmart was closed. A few people decided... We need open. a tire, so... Pry the doors open and sneak in. No We, we snuck into Walmart. No! Yeah. Went to go get a tire. No, no, no. We had to get tools. We had a spare tire. Yep, we, we just had to change tools. tires. So we had to go get tools to change the spare tire. So we went and got the tools. And we had cash. We put cash down on the counter and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't steal. We started and went to... Yeah, we hunted. Yeah, and we still made it on time. (laughs) And it was like a two-hour waste of time. It was crazy. Some some Walmart worker has got a story of like, dude, just showed up to work. There was just cash on the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Pocketed that. Well, because we like... We we had to like... Uh, pull the doors open yeah. to get in, oh and we like knocked, and they were like, "Hey, we're closed. Like, we don't open till six or whatever." And we were like, "Man, what are we gonna do?" And then who even went in? Dalton, was it you and Dalton, yeah, me, Dalton, someone else. I don't remember who was with us. Right, Tate <laughs> or Connor. I didn't go in. I stayed in the parking lot. I'm a good boy. Were both of them there? I don't think either of them. Were. I know Tate was. Oh, okay. Or Tate was already there. Tate might have met us there, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Oh, my God. It was crazy. <laughs> I cannot believe. I didn't ever hear that part that you broke it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you Some... guys shoot anything? No, yeah. Well, we shot like 10. Yeah. It wasn't a great hunt, but... I feel like 10 is a minimum like yeah. for a goose hunt to be... Yeah. Uh, maybe... To be worth it. Yeah, maybe 8. But yeah, eight's good. But like... If you just shoot two, it's just like, mm-hmm. gosh dang yeah, it, that sucks. that was almost that was way more work than it mm-hmm. was worth. Yeah, but that is hilarious. Yeah, I remember getting, I like woke up and there's like all these Snapchat videos of everyone standing on the side of like 44 and like there's no tires on the trailer. And <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Don't you have? I think you have that video still, don't you? On your uh, Snapchat, I, have a, maybe? I sure. hope so. I have okay, a picture. I don't have a video. Okay. Dang, that's awesome! What a great, <laughs> what a great story. Well, uh, so what what would you say is your favorite type of hunting? Would you say waterfowl or deer still has your heart? Or actually, I went um, elk hunting for the first time, um, and so now that's sort of my favorite. Even even though it's far away and with a guide is it's expensive and stuff I uh-huh. guess without a guide it's not too bad but still where'd yeah, you elk and whatnot um in north west corner of Montana up by Canada that's sick uh, was it just beautiful up oh, there oh it was amazing gosh was amazing. dang that sounds awesome and I thought I was really prepared for it because the week before I ran a 25k at Lake Murray and I've been training I've been healthier I've lost a lot of weight and I get there and the guides 
are asking us where we're from, yada, yada, yada. And we tell them from Oklahoma, and they're like, oh, gosh, we got a bunch of flatlanders. (laughs) (laughs) So they knew they were going to be walking real (laughs) slow and dragging our butts behind them. But um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Really? Oh, my gosh. It was so, so hard. Yeah. But it was well worth it. That was yeah. amazing. That's were you? Uh, did you guys rifle hunt or bow hunt? Rifle hunt. That's awesome. Yep. Just up. I brought my bow just in case, um, but no, we rifle hunted. Yeah, that's yep. cool. And you guys got one. Yep, I shot a, a bull elk and a mule deer. Buck. Gosh, yeah, that I got is lucky. Sick. I got very lucky because <laughs> the elk was technically Keaton should have shot it. But him and his guide, like, we were, like, cornering a um, small little herd. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they went I, – I had already shot the mule deer, so we were here to sort of help Keaton kill the elk. And um, – because they spotted it and everything. And so we were down low walking – um, down at the bottom of the mountain and they hiked to the top and were walking the ridge and we we're trying to push them to see if we can get them to where Kent can shoot and him and his guy I guess gave up and so they started walking back and we kept walking towards the end and then sure enough I got a shot off so <laughs> Were you guys just kind of sitting there like, well, I guess if they're not going to shoot, we will? Yeah. Kind of like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. That's awesome. And then did y'all like just, were you like, did you have horses there to pack it out or did you guys just? We did, but the, no, actually packing it out, we did not. Okay. But we did, we rode horses one day, but the first three days, three or four days, we didn't do horses and I walked so much and I was so sore that the day that we were like we're riding horses I was like oh thank god yes thank goodness I get on the horse I can't even sit on the horse I'm so sore oh. it was worse riding the horse than uh-huh. it was me hiking <laughs> so I put all my stuff on the horse the horse carried my stuff and I pulled the horse behind me <laughs> Just every step, just jarring, like, yeah, all the pain deep brutal. in your bones. But I was very thankful for the horse carrying my bag and my yeah. stick and everything, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, uh, you guys shot this elk, got it all packed up. Were y'all staying, like, in a, like, a kind of one of those cool tents? Like, did you have a little camp set up, or were you staying, like, at a cabin, and you would, like, hike back into this place every day? Um, or? We were staying at a tent site. Okay. And um, it was a pole tent, uh-huh. and we had a wood-burning stove um, in cool. there. And if you didn't wake up every two hours and put three more small little logs on, if you waited like two and a half or three, it's already freaking ice cold in the tent. God. So you have to be feeding it every two hours. So we had to either set a timer on our phone or just a mental reminder of that okay we need to get up now uh-huh. otherwise it was freaking freezing <laughs> it was so cold i already know landon would make us put the wood in <laughs> Dude, i have no sympathy for you because now i have to do that with two screaming children every two hours <laughs> you're feeding fire i'm feeding little devils <laughs> screaming uh, that's what feeding the flames that's awesome. <laughs> you like that, Hudson? Yeah. No, one time I was at Gibson's Land, and we were hunting, and we were going out. Uh, first of all, it was, we went on daylight savings, and we didn't know it. So uh, that morning we woke up, and the sun was up, and we were like, well, it's a little, like, we're a little behind schedule. Um, but that night, he was like, hey, man, I'll take the first one. You take the second one. Just wake up, put logs on the fire. Uh, it was at his place in Yale or whatever. And he's like, yeah, if you don't like, then the rats will come, and it's not a good deal. <laughs> so uh, I definitely did not wake up and put the thing on the fire. And I woke up in the moment. I just heard, like, I probably like made scurrying. it up. But I just heard, yeah, freaking little rats, <laughs> foot-long rats walking around me. Oh, probably my Probably sleeping gosh. in Gibson's, like, 
pants or something. I don't know. Cuddling <laughs> little, up with Gibson. Little firefighter boy <laughs> snuggling yeah. with his friends. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't put logs on the fire. No, absolutely not. I, I like it cold, so I'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Cold and dark. Then I would get wake up probably freezing my butt off, so... <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, I was gonna. I was trying to think. We've had some many good hunts over at Okima shooting ducks, mm-hmm. and, and many bad hunts also. Um, but I think the real reason we got you on here is to talk about cooking mm-hmm. some wild game and stuff. Um, so your family runs a successful barbecue operation. Uh, would you say that's kind of the inspiration for you getting into cooking and kind of sure. doing chef school and everything? For sure. Yeah. Ever since I was little, I was cooking and helping my dad and mm-hmm. working in the restaurants, and so that definitely pushed it. Yeah. Did you, um, like, before chef school, were you cooking a lot still? Or oh, like, yeah, I was okay. a lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, it, like, just any... St- anything like you were in for or oh, were you yeah, like anything. a brisket man or like I, just I did like, up some burgers and stuff i did like barbecue um just because i grew up on it knew it and so that's what my focus was but i really liked um making pasta dishes and authentic mexican food and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah you don't as long as it tastes good you don't care no oh, yeah exactly that's good uh, so was the elk or I guess some of those deer growing up, what was your kind of first few experiences, uh, cooking wild game? Did it go well or was um, it, do you well, have some actually, flops there at the beginning? I, my mom and dad don't like it, even though I've snuck it on them several times and they've liked it. <laughs> yeah. So like the lasagna uh-huh. and everything, um, but honestly, I got into jerky real early, and my dream was like, I'm going to make a jerky business. And so I was, most people, they marinate or slice their meat, marinate it, season it, and then dehydrate it. I was smoking it and then dehydrating it um, to give it a little different flavor and stuff. And so I would do that with the goose ducks the elk and yeah beef as well and so that was my sort of favorite thing to do with wild game in the very beginning but then after that it was just making tacos with it spaghetti with it meatballs with it um uh just bacon wrapped backstrap or Uh tenderloin and smoking it or grilling it and yeah you know just exploring any which way you can do it what's the best way to do it different marinades different vinegars to use in it or different ratios or so many different ways you can marinate something it's just about finding what you like uh-huh yeah one year uh i got me and my mom decided we wanted to make some jerky and so we found like three or four different recipes you know we had each mm-hmm. batch ready and one of them was like so good like mm. it, it just came out perfectly like we marinated it and dehydrated it like it was awesome and then the next year we could only find the three recipes we didn't like again so oh, i just gosh. still to this day that i'm sucks. like gosh i don't know what it freaking was that but sucks. we keep trying and keep failing so do you have like a, a preferred way for jerky you said you like to smoke it yeah so um Definitely marinate it mm-hmm. for 24, 48, depending on how much time you have um, and how much sodium and whatnot you're putting in your marinades um, and acid. And um, then, um, yeah, I'd smoke it for an hour, a couple hours or something real low with minimal heat. Mm-hmm. Um just mostly for the flavor of it and then um yeah i'd play with the seasonings that goes on it and then smoke it and then um, i'm a real like pepper so i go heavy pepper on Uh just about everything i cook but um and then dehydrate it so that's awesome 
Yeah, pick it up. Do you like it uh, like where it's pretty thin and like kind of crispy, or do you like it a little bit? I thicker? like it a little thicker. Yeah, I like it a little thicker. But um, actually, goose is my favorite thing to dehydrate. Really? I don't know why. I don't know if it's just I got lucky that day. I just made the perfect batch of jerky. Uh huh. But it was by far the best jerky I've made. Gosh, and I, I have no idea how I made it. <laughs> Isn't that just how it goes? Yeah, it is. I've got some still in my freezer that for the last eight months I've been like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make some jerky out of this. Mm. And here I am about to freaking move. Still haven't uh, done anything yeah. about that. So maybe we need to get on that. Should have done a, a live jerky making episode. Tonight. That'd be cool. Maybe we do that before you leave. Let's get it on the calendar. Let's do it. That'd be good. Um, Colton, if you uh, if you could pick one like wild game where you're like, I'm gonna prepare a dinner or something. Uh, what's your favorite one to cook that you have before? Mm. I, if there is a favorite, well. tough question that is hard I mean I really like hmm I really like just a nice smoked and grilled and glazed backstrap or tenderloin but um I was saying earlier my wife makes a elk lasagna or meal deer lasagna we've made with both um uh and it's very indulging and takes a very long time to prep and um, cook but it's worth it if you can take on the calories and whatnot but yeah, yeah. It's, oh i can i can take a pat it's on. good <laughs> it's dangerous that sounds bomb yeah, what is good um does she have like a secret to it or is it just like it's just a is it just ground like it's, meat in there? And, yeah, ground okay. elk or venison or whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, occasionally, we'll cut it with like ten uh, percent um, ground Italian sausage. Uh huh. Just depends on if we want to spend money at the grocery store or not. Right. Um, I'm a tightwad. I usually say no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like I got enough of this crap yeah. in my freezer. I'll, I'll just send it. Yeah. But um, now it's nothing special. It's just a traditional lasagna that most people don't take their time with. And once gotcha. you do, it, it's sort of you're anxious to eat it right away. And um, as long as you wait and put the patience into it, it'll turn out good. That's cool. Is that um, if if you have someone like you know you kind of mentioned like yeah my parents aren't like the biggest fans of like wild game is that like a dish that you're thinking like man my these people don't really always like it so maybe this is a good way to introduce them is that kind of your go-to like lasagna or for do you sure think- lasagna um uh spaghetti and meatballs um any pasta with any meat sauce um, is very easy to get anyone to like elk mm-hmm. or mule deer or venison or whatever. Um, they're they're going to like it. But don't tell them what it yeah. is until after they like it. <laughs> that's, what I did. that's what we did with my parents, and we didn't tell them until, I mean, we were done with dessert. We were like, by the way... That was out. That was out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, it's so good. So that's awesome. Yeah, you uh, and you make some mean fajitas. Those elk oh, fajitas. Yeah, you like yeah, those? Those are dang good. Yeah, I need to work on that more. Yeah, I think like it. Also, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but I feel like you know you can make things that like you can make the deer or whatever or elk taste really good, but what the ticket is also is like the other like supporting things so like whenever mm-hmm. you made those tacos i think your wife made like homemade tortillas with mm-hmm. them and you know it just like kind of takes it to the next level yeah, for sure so do you feel like that uh that's kind of a ticket also um that definitely helps um elevate any dish that you have whether it's wild game or not um 
the better ingredients you use usually means the better product you're going to have. Yeah. Um, but sometimes simpler is better. So, yeah. Sort of depends on what you like and the flavors you like and sort of finding out what you like. Uh huh. Yeah, what what your taste buds are saying. Mm-hmm. So, going a little like Oklahoma centric, uh, let's say you shoot a whitetail. And besides jerky, what's that first dish that you're excited to make? First thing is cook the tenderloins. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely cook the tenderloins. Um, One time we um, killed a deer, a doe, and then um, cleaned it all and then took the tenderloins. And that night for dinner, we just seasoned them with like a barbecue rub and then just grilled them over the fire and sliced them medium rare and <laughs> it don't get much better than that I'm just getting hungry I mean, get <laughs> we shouldn't have done this at dinner time <laughs> yeah that was a mistake so with that um, we had a question posed to us is there some cardinal sins that you avoid whenever you're preparing any kind of wild game like what's like a few things like if there is any where you're like you shouldn't do that or like you know maybe cook it too long or under season it or anything i don't know is there stuff that you were like we don't do this so i would definitely say over marinating um can definitely change the whole flavor of the um any steaks or anything that you're cooking unless you just really like that flavor I guess but um, you want to be able to know that it's wild game sort of you don't want to hide it yeah you know Um, but yeah if you I mean obviously ground you can overcook it and you're fine Um, now you shouldn't burn it to a crisp but um the um, backstrap tenderloin, it's got to be rare, medium rare. Otherwise, it's just going to be tough. I mean, which I know a lot of people are afraid of that, but it's if you want to enjoy it, yeah, <laughs> that's the way to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. One time, uh, me and Landon had this professor, and he was like, talking about all the different diseases you could eat get from like you know mice in your hunting cabin mm. and like undercooking like game and all i could think about and we just kept kind of like looking at each other like dude if you actually like overcook like a deer or like ducks or geese or anything like it is genuinely un- it's inedible. leather yeah. oh yeah you can't same yeah. for geese you yeah. geese ducks you eat it rare you can eat it medium rare yeah um you don't want to cook a duck breast past medium. Yeah. It's just, which people think of that as like poultry or think of it as like chicken uh-huh. where you have to cook it to 160, 165 degrees, but that's not the case. Are you a, are you a meat thermometer kind of guy? I am a meat thermometer kind of guy. Dude, I-, now, I don't use it all the time, but whatever I want. Um, what I'm cooking to be more perfect than yeah uh-huh. I for sure am yeah I was uh I've just got into the grilling at my house and everything and I uh I was like always worried I'm like ah I'm gonna undercook this or whatever and then I was like screw it I don't care I don't care if someone looks at me for not being a man I'm I'm using this meat thermometer oh no use it I mean if you want your meat not to be wasted right i mean use it what what man wants his meat wasted (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) sorry had to derail you for that one oh man but yeah so you say kind of one of the main things is just not over marinating it Mm. and then also um not overcooking it Mm -hmm. yeah 
Have you- Another good thing to cook with um, elk meat is um, smash burgers. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. So good. You have, I mean, because it gets so crispy on your flat top or your uh, pan or whatever. Um, or you could even pre-press them and then cook them on your open flame grill. Um and then caramelize the onions with it. You have, I mean, it's like beef, but just a little stronger in flavor. And it's that, that, anyone could eat that. Anyone. Is that, so is that kind of one of your go-tos for someone new also? It's kind of mm-hmm. some burgers, smash mm-hmm. burger kind of thing? Yeah, that's always an easy thing to do. And it's an easy thing to cook for a lot of people for yeah. parties and whatnot. So. Yeah. And let's face it, we pretty much all have a bunch of ground, you know, yeah. deer and elk oh, yeah. in our fridge. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you made um, some burgers at uh, Gibson's birthday party this spring. Oh, yeah. And, like, my wife was always like, oh, I don't really like burgers that much. I'm like, well, okay. Like, maybe you just haven't, like, eaten a good one, you know? And, like, ever since then, she's like, can we eat burgers tonight? Like, Colton That's and funny. Gibson's burgers were so good. That's funny. <laughs> so great job on those. That's good. Good to hear. <laughs> you made a believer out of her. A good burger. How great to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I know it takes some real chef skills for a good burger, but, hey, you did it. You did it. Um, what What's the weirdest, like, game that you've ever cooked? You ever, like... You know, done some fried possums? Nothing weird like that. I would like to. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, well, I heard. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) say? No, I heard that uh, the country fried steak at Swadley's is actually a little bit of possum in that. Is that a. Well, I mean, it (laughs) just depends on the season because there's certain times where the possum is. Um, stronger in the areas, the raccoons, and I mean the bats are such a good binder for the meat. <laughs> they just Actually, invade the Jim's, smokehouse Jim's and just close, so yeah. the bats not being Jim's, sold yeah. anymore. <laughs> the Oklahoma fried bat. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> So you've you've never done anything like that's like alligator or like maybe like have you done any antelope? Alligator, or yeah. You have um, antelope? No, I would love to because I've heard it's really good. I've had a great like it was like sliced yeah antelope like mm. sandwich. That sounds good. It was good. I had like sheep like a or like a... oh uh, that's a lie. Okay, I've had a uh, I I love goat like mountain goat. Like mm, I have not had mountain goat, goat. like. Like goat, goat. Like okay, like the goat farm throat. goat. The ones you tuck your jeans and your boots for. Yeah, okay. <laughs> those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have How'd lot, you know? You have like fifty in your backyard. So. <laughs> well, I got rid of two. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. perfect. No, but um, goat curry actually. First time I ever had goat, I didn't cook it, um, but it was in Jamaica, and they made goat curry, green curry, and oh my gosh, it's so good. But mufflon sheep, my dad actually shot a mufflon sheep um, in Texas at a ranch, and so I got to cook it and eat it, and it was good. Do you do it like kind of like Mediterranean? Um, no, I cooked it just like anything you, um, with uh, like you would with elk, venison, mm-hmm. beef, or whatever. But we do like making curries at home and stuff i know that's probably not y'all's thing but uh, we'll make like a coconut curry with uh like lamb meatballs or elk meatballs and stuff like that yeah it's probably not landon's thing he's too white to... but if i made y'all try it y'all would like it as long as i didn't tell you what it was i probably i would try <laughs> no i like i like i like a little indian food okay. little curry and stuff i'm a 50 50 shot on that I, I love, like me- I love Mexican a lot more. I love Mexican a lot more. <laughs> Digging that hole, I'd say. Good grief. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> well, okay, another question. Um, 
what's like one wild game that you're not interested at all at trying to eat? Hang on, can I interrupt you real fast? Yes. On the goat topic, have you ever had Owdad? I think I, it's kind of like a mountain goat. I have thing. not. Um, I have a dad. I would. <laughs> I would like to, but I have not. Okay. But mouflon sheep. Um, I think we're brought over here around the same time as okay. all dad were. I think. Yeah, I'm my buddy. Very wrong, but my buddy gave me some, and I'm just. I'm I'm not sure I, I really like it that much. Really? So if you want some, I'll I'll send you home with some to try. Really? I don't know. I, it, maybe it was just me. I dropped the ball on cooking it. But was it ground or was yeah? It, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, but anyway. I I don't I don't know I didn't just love it but it could be uh, could be just me probably is me so um, but anyway mm. what is the game that you wouldn't want to cook because we all know Hudson over here is anti hog so I'm I'm betting that's what he's expecting out of you yeah I don't well for me I don't even if I'm going to your house and you're like dude I'm I've smoked up this know. hog I wouldn't let you know. Now that I know you don't want it, I will not let you yeah. know. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> down for the challenge. Have you cooked it before? Um, I've had... What have I had with it? I've had ground. That's it, though. Okay. I mean, I haven't had anything else, um, and I haven't personally like tried smoking it or cooking it. I would like to. Um, there's actually a chef in Austin... Um, that has this restaurant called Dai Due, and um, he uh, um, does um, uh, wild boar hunting, and his restaurant he sells a lot of wild game and stuff. Um, so yeah, I've always wanted to go to his restaurant and try. I'd love to meet him and work with him someday and learn from him because he teaches like classes and stuff. That's cool. Butcher them, prepare them what properly. Is, what's that guy's them. name? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly who I it is. I forget his name, and he also hunts that type of antelope that's wild in Texas that's huge, like a freaking cow. Yeah. What are those called? I, dude, I don't know. Water buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> I got Water no idea. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I, I, I really, I just want to try, like, I want to go to a place like that that someone actually is like... A very accomplished chef mm-hmm. and cooks up some some wild hog for me. Um, I'm, I'm all into Neil try guy. It. He's known for Neil, his Neil guy. guy. Okay, that's it. Dude, it's those like are antelope huge. freaking cow. It's an yeah. antelope cow. Yeah, insane. Someone just showed me one of those. Yeah, they're massive. And I was like, and they're wild in Texas. <laughs> like, how crazy! <laughs> what? Have you seen them? No. They're crazy Dude, looking. Look- Look it up, and it's not spelled like you would think. It's not. I it's when I looked it up, I typed in N K N E E G U Y. It's N I L G A I. Yeah. Anyway, I mean they're they're freaking ginormous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the heck is that thing? Mm. That is wild. Oh my gosh. Yeah, check out the Neil guy. Neil guy DeGrasse and Tyson. <laughs> yeah, those are massive. Yeah, I know. They literally are cows. Yeah, just like Landon. <laughs> a cow. <laughs> Chill. Get, oh, I was hoping for your best moo. Whoa. I guess Landon doesn't want to give us his best moo because he's a moo-ron. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That was pretty good, huh? Huh? No. Boo. Okay, okay. No, Boo. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, Colton, riddle me this one. If you are, let's say you kill your first animal, uh, what is the most idiot-proof way? You're looking at a guy like me who's an idiot. How would you say what's the most idiot-proof way to cook maybe, let's say, some venison? Like, and you're saying you're probably starting with the back strap or tender one because it's the best part. Mm. Or are you? Well, what do you think yes. is the most idiot proof way to cook it? Colton has walked me through this a dozen times. And <laughs> does it usually turn out good? It turns out very good every time. So 
I'm thankful for him. For um, Walk us through it, my friend. Well, I would say um, for first-time people, um, I would say definitely marinate it. And do you um, do you brine it before you marinate it, or you just toss it right in the marinade? Um, I toss it right in the marinade. Okay. I mean, there's people that do um, buttermilk mm-hmm. and stuff and soak it in buttermilk before they marinate it. But yeah, you're kind of like, and, dude, I'm just throwing it right in the marinade. Yeah. Great. Um, but then from there, I mean, you can marinate it for 24 to 48 um, hours. Um, I go 24 for mine. Um, and then just season it with uh, whatever seasoning you want on the outside, um, whether it be more barbecue forward, more. Um, Salt, pepper, garlic, salt, pepper, garlic, onion. Um, you could even do um, a little sweeter on it. Um, you could wrap it in bacon. And then from there, I would definitely say um, grill it or smoke it. And then um, don't cook it over 140, 135, 135 really. Um, That's where you're pulling it off. Yeah, pull it off, let it rest for a little bit. Um, maybe put some butter on top if you want. Just add a little extra fat to it and then slice it and you're good to go. Gosh, dang. Yeah. That sounds darn good. And you can buy pre-made marinades if you don't have the stuff in your house already to make marinades. I always make marinades because I always carry... Um, I always have a lot of seasonings in my house, and um, I always have like Worcestershire sauce, um, hot sauce, vinegar, oil. Um, and do you and any seasonings you want to add to your marinade to highlight it and whatnot? Are you just winging it on the marinade, or do you yeah, just I just throw it together? What would you say, like to a guy like me? Would you just be like, hey, just literally Google like deer marinade just yeah, whip one up probably for sure yeah you, you can bet. google some pretty good marinades um i don't go soy sauce okay. in mine if i do i do very minimal in okay it, unless i'm wanting to do like a hawaiian marinade and then i do like pineapple juice so and pineapple juice is um very good for um tenderizing your meat so okay. if you want like a hawaiian marinated steak or whatever pineapple juice soy sauce garlic ginger um salt pepper i mean can't go wrong with it it's gonna it's gonna be amazing do you have a do you have one that you honey do you have one that you think you're going like that you find yourself going back to kind of or like maybe like a base layer um for flavor wise um i like um, Worcestershire a lot, and so I use a lot of Worcestershire in my marinades. Um, I'll do balsamic vinegar. Um, I'm trying to stay away from sugars lately, mm-hmm. so I use honey instead. Um, honey's good. Um, substitute for of, sugar. You can get a lot of natural honey in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Um, then, um, yeah, salt, pepper, garlic paprika cayenne chip oh chipotle um chipotle is in adobo sauce if you take the can and then blend it into a puree and then add that to your marinades it's a little spicy but it provides a smokiness and richness to any marinade you use for fajitas or just grilling steak that um is what I cook the that's what I marinate those fajitas in and that's definitely one of the best fajita marinades I've made was with the chipotle adobo sauce that sounds awesome it was awesome actually mm-hmm. and also just nothing more visually appealing than a perfectly cooked you know like whenever you can cut those thin slices of mm-hmm. like a tenderloin or a backstrap and it's got that perfect pink kind of mm-hmm. almost red look yep. to it in the middle 
a little bit of crust on the outside. I, it's I'm, like we need to have a cookout soon. We yeah, haven't had it in a while. I know. We haven't. What's is there anything? Is there an event coming not, up? It's not season. I don't have any meat. I still have a lot of meat. You don't have any? I have, I have some milk My dad's in my freezer, freezer. Bro. I have a lot. No. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Like and we eat it literally like recently it's only been like one or two days a week. But for a while, I mean, it was like four or five days a week that Dude, we were eating it. Why don't I? just can't go through it. Why don't I buzz some ground elk meat out and do a little smash burger action Let's or do. something? I haven't had an elk smash burger. So good. Or like a fried onion burger. Mm. With the elk meat, so good. That sounds darn good. I'll bring some owl dad Glenn's to a, contribute. Oh, yeah. Glenn's a big SIDS guy, aren't you? Oh, dude, I love SIDS. We can man. make some SIDS burgers with some yeah, elk. Grief. I love SIDS. Here's my... This is controversial. I don't really like onions, so kind of takes the uh, onion part out for me. But So you eat it SIDS without the onions? <laughs> yeah, I just like the, a good cheeseburger. Yep. So reality is you don't like SIDS. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, their their burgers That's are so good. Fighting gosh, their burgers are so good. I'm just going to tuck my head over I'm here. Just kidding. <laughs> no, they, the onions can be really strong. Yeah. I, I wonder I, if you can ask for... You, you don't like onions, period? No, dude. No, I'm, okay, I'm the buy. pickiest eater on this whole planet. And okay. it's just... It's the flavor. It's not even like the texture for you. Or is, oh, it's both. Both. Mm. Well, like, I don't mind like a little bit of onion-like flavor, but I certainly... Don't want to like crunch down on an onion yeah. and get the flavor and the texture combo. I wonder if you ask for like light onions, like yeah, quarter the amount of onions they might. put on it, then you might like it because they burn them pretty good on the on their flat top. My yeah. eldest brother, if he would get like something from Taco Polino or something, and if he bit into just a singular piece of lettuce, he'd start gagging, mm. like. Just like he cannot do it. I'm like, what? Dude, you're going to get me fired up again. The That's other... how my dad is with onions, too. Yeah. One time we went to um, Del Rancho. Oh, home of the steak sandwich supreme. <laughs> and so he good. ordered, a, I think it was a hot dog with chili, cheese, mustard, no onions. Brought it out, had onions. He said, I don't want onions. And so they brought him a new one. Came back with onions. So he sent it back again. Came back and they like picked off the onions. And so the onion taste and everything was there. I bet they spit in his food too. He threw it at him. He what? threw the hot dog at him and said, see ya. And he left. Oh, that doesn't sound like your dad. Oh, yeah, that does not sound like my dad at all. That's the first time I've actually seen him mad and done something crazy like that at a restaurant. <laughs> and wild. the Gooches were with us, Tanner and oh, man. Trey and Tanner. Why were you at Del Rancho? What do you mean? Are you, it's it's not even good. open anymore, it is, really is it? Good, but why it's are so you going good. to Del Rancho? You go to like Vast for all your meals. Oh my god. You can't gosh. afford Vast. That's why I cook at home. That's why I'm a chef. So I don't have to pay to go to nice restaurants. Unlike you. <laughs> got him have you uh ever go to Chili's so like you've you've cooked a lot <laughs> you've cooked a lot in like Swadley's kitchens and stuff correct like, oh yeah so have you ever done a day of cooking and then like you're off work and then you're like I really do not want to make anything like have you is it does it take a lot out of you like for sure but sometimes I'll be cooking at the restaurant and then an idea pops up in my head or whatever and then I'll call my wife and say hey go get this from the grocery store we're making it tonight <laughs> that's but, awesome he's yeah. a fiend for the for the kitchen oh, he is he's a foolie <laughs> <laughs> like Papa Smooth you know hey. what I'm saying <laughs> shout out Nate <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, Colton, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, Monday evening for a couple of guys like us. Three guys like us, per se, even. Hey, hopefully, uh, it'd be awesome to record a a little video of some Elk Smash Burgers. Mm -hmm. That would be good. Just a little, uh, maybe a little TikTok, Instagram reel, Mm -hmm. reel even. Some jerky. Who knows? Hey, I might even post it on uh, Meta Threads. (laughs) 
That's our new so- the new social media. Oh, really? Yeah, Landon said they uh, support Satan, and they also, I saw an article today that said they steal all your data, so I guess probably worse than TikTok, but I said yes without reading it. Gosh dang it. Gets me every time. Our, our lawyer's going to get on to you for that one. Yeah, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should uh, pay him a small fee to be on retainer. Uh, Except I don't wear my retainer, so. <laughs> going downhill. All right, all right. I'll wrap it up. Uh, well, thank you guys for uh, listening and girls for listening to us today. Uh, we really appreciate everyone that takes time out of their day to listen to us. Um, we appreciate the uh, replies, the answers to the Q&As. Um, you give us your hypothetical maybe answer today. That's what we'll ask for. If you could do any event in history, witness any event, what would it be? So anyway, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll leave you with that one. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Colton, thanks again for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. If you want any of uh, Colton's recipes, uh, there's multiple items at Swadley's Barbecue that Colton crafted himself. Like the chicken tenders. (laughs) (laughs) Man, don't get me started. Oh, man, they're so good. And John Heron claims you have like a special rib recipe you make him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And those are good. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, let's wrap it up. What do you guys say? Sounds good to me. Uh, I'm fully expecting on Colton to come out with a line of uh, seasoning uh, rubs and stuff for Wild Game That's here right. soon. Yellowhatrubs.com. So, <laughs> there you go. And Colton's cookbook, both spelled with a K. That's right. And not three Ks, just two. Yep. That's good. Hudson trying to just really get us in every uh, corner. <laughs> you we brought up COVID. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Thanks.